Chapter 5, verses 12 through 26. Of Catina Aria, Gospel of St. Luke, Part 1, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 12 through 16. And it came to pass, when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will, be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. And he charged him to tell no man, but go, show thyself to the priest, and offer for thy cleansing, according as Moses commanded, for a testimony unto them. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities, and he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. Ambrose, the fourth miracle after Jesus came to Capernaum was the healing of a leprous man, but since he illuminated the fourth day with the sun and made it more glorious than the rest, we ought to think this work more glorious than those that went before, of which it is said, and it came to pass, when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy. Rightly no definite place is mentioned where the leprous man was healed, to signify that not one people of any particular city, but all nations were healed. Athanasius. Now the leper worshipped the Lord God in his bodily form, and thought not the word of God to be a creature because of his flesh, nor because he was the word, did he think lightly of the flesh which he put on. Nay, rather, in a created temple, he adored the creator of all things, falling down in his face as it follows. And when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and besought him. Ambrose, in falling upon his face, he marked his humility and modesty, for everyone should blush at the stains of his life. But his reverence kept not back his confession. He shows his wound and asks for a remedy, saying, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Of the will of the Lord he doubted, not from distrust of his mercy, but checked by the consciousness of his own unworthiness. But the confession is one full of devotion and faith, placing all power in the will of the Lord. Cyril, for he knew that leprosy yields not to the skill of physicians, but he saw the devils cast out by the divine authority, and multitudes cured of diverse diseases, all which he conceived was the work of the divine arm. Titus Bost, let us learn from the words of the leper not to go about seeking the cure of our bodily infirmities, but to commit the whole to the will of God, who knows what is best for us, and disposes all things as he will. Ambrose, he heals in the same manner in which he had been entreated to heal, as it follows, and Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, etc. The law forbids to touch the leprous man, but he who is the Lord of the law submits not to the law, but makes the law. He did not touch because, without touching, he was unable to make him clean, but to show that he was neither subject to the law nor feared the conjugation as man. For he could not be contaminated who delivers other from the pollution. On the other hand, he touched also that the leprosy might be expelled by the touch of the Lord, which was wont to contaminate him that touched. Theophylact, 
for his sacred flesh was a healing and life-giving power, as being indeed the flesh of the word of God. Ambrose, in the words which follow, I will, be thou clean. You have the will, you have also the result of his mercy. Cyril, for majesty alone precedes the royal command. How then is the only begotten counted among the servants, who by his mere will can do all things? We read of God the Father, that he hath done all things whatsoever he pleased. But he who exercises the power of his Father, how can he differ from him in nature? Besides, whatsoever things are of the same power are wont to be of the same substance. Again, let us then admire in these things Christ working both divinely and bodily. For it is of God so to will that all things are done accordingly, but of man to stretch forth the hand. From two natures, therefore, is perfected one Christ, for that the word was made flesh. Gregory Nazianzus And because the deity is united with each portion of man, i.e. both soul and body, in each are evident the signs of a heavenly nature. For the body declared the deity hidden in it, when by touching it afforded a remedy. But the soul, by the mighty power of its will, marked the divine strength. For as the sense of touch is the property of the body, so the motion of the will of the soul. The soul wills, the body touches. Ambrose, he says then, I will for Photius. He commands, for Arius he touches, for Manichaeus. But there is nothing intervening between God's work and his command, that we may see in the inclination of the healer the power of the work. Hence it follows, and immediately the leprosy departed from him. But lest leprosy should become rife among us, let us each avoid boasting after the example of our Lord's humility. For it follows, and he commanded him that he should tell it to no one, that in truth he might teach us that our good deeds are not to be made public, but to be rather concealed, that we should abstain not only from gaining money, but even favor. Or perhaps the cause of his commanding silence was that he thought those to be preferred who had rather believed of their own accord than from the hope of benefit. Cyril, though the leper was silent, the voice of the transaction itself was sufficient to publish it to all who acknowledged through him the power of the cure. Chrysostom, and since frequently men, when they are sick, remember God, but when they recover, wax dull, he bids him to always keep God before his eyes, giving glory to God. Hence it follows, but go and show thyself to the priest, in order that the leprous man, being cleansed, might submit himself to the inspection of the priest, and so by his sanction be counted as healed. Ambrose, and that the priest also should know that not by the order of the law, but by the grace of God above the law, he was cured. And since the sacrifice is commanded by the regulation of Moses, the Lord shows that he does not abrogate the law, but fulfill it, as it follows, and offer for thy cleansing according as Moses commanded. Augustine, he seems here to approve of the sacrifice which had been commanded through Moses, though the church does not require it. It may therefore be understood to have been commanded, because not as yet had commenced that most holy sacrifice which is his body. 
for it was not fitting that typical sacrifices should be taken away before that which was typified should be confirmed by the witness of the apostles' preaching and the faith of believers. Ambrose, for because the law is spiritual, he seems to have commanded a spiritual sacrifice. Hence he said, as Moses commanded. Lastly, he adds, for a testimony unto them. The heretics understand this erroneously, saying that it was meant as a reproach to the law. But how would he order an offering for cleansing, according to Moses' commandments, if he meant this against the law? Cyril. He says then, for a testimony unto them, because this deed makes manifest that Christ in his incomparable excellence is far above Moses. For when Moses could not rid his sister of the leprosy, he prayed the Lord to deliver her. But the Savior in his divine power declared, I will be thou clean. Chrysostom. Or for a testimony against them, i.e. as a reproof of them, and a testimony that I respect the law. For now, too, that I have cured thee, I send thee for the examination of the priests, that thou shouldest bear me witness that I have not played false to the law. And although the Lord, in giving out remedies, advised telling them to no one, instructing us to avoid pride, yet his fame flew about everywhere, instilling the miracle into the ears of everyone, as it follows, but so much the more went there a fame abroad of him. Now the perfect healing of one brings many multitudes to the Lord, as it follows, and great multitudes came together that they should be healed. For the leprous man, that he might show both his outward and inward cure, even though forbid, ceases not, as Mark says, to tell of the benefit he had received. Gregory, our Redeemer performs his miracles by day, and passes the night in prayer, as it follows, and he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed, hinting, as it were, to perfect preachers, that as neither they should entirely desert the active life from love of contemplation, so neither should they despise the joys of contemplation from an excess of activity, but in silent thought imbibe that which they might afterwards give back in words to their neighbors. Bede, now that he retired to pray, you would not ascribe to that nature which says, I will, be thou clean, but to that which, putting forth the hand, touched the leprous man, not that, according to Nestorius, there is a double person of the Son, but of the same person. As there are two natures, so are there two operations. Gregory Nazianzus. And his works he indeed performed among the people, but he prayed for the most part in the wilderness, sanctioning the liberty of resting a while from labor to hold converse with God with a pure heart. For he needed no change or retirement, since there was nothing which could be relaxed in him, nor any place in which he might confine himself, for he was God. But it was that we might clearly know that there is a time for action, a time for each higher occupation, Bede. How typically the leprous man represents the whole race of man, languishing with sins full of leprosy, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, that so by the hand put forth, i.e., the word of God partaking of human nature, they might be cleansed from the vanity of their old errors, 
and offer for cleansing their bodies as a living sacrifice. Ambrose, but if the word is the healing of leprosy, the contempt of the word is the leprosy of the mind. Theophylact, but mark that after a man has been cleansed, he is then worthy to offer this gift, namely the body and blood of the Lord, which is united to the divine nature. Verses 17 through 26. And it came to pass on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with a palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? And when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answering said unto them, What reason ye in your hearts? Whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Rise up and walk, but that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power upon earth to forgive sins. He said unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, and take up thy couch, and go unto thy house. And immediately he arose up before them, and took up that whereon he lay, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. Cyril, the scribes and Pharisees, who had become spectators of Christ's miracles, heard him also teaching. Hence it is said, and it came to pass on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees sitting by, etc. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them, not as though he borrowed the power of another, but as God and the Lord, he healed by his own inherent power. Now men often become worthy of spiritual gifts, but generally depart from the rule which the giver of the gifts knew. It was not so with Christ, for the divine power went on abounding in giving remedies. But because it was necessary, where so great a number of scribes and Pharisees had come together, that something should be done to attest his power before those men who slighted him, he performed the miracle on the man with the palsy, who, since medical art seemed to fail, was carried by his kinsfolk to a higher and heavenly physician. As it follows, and behold, men brought him. Chrysostom but they are to be admired who brought in the paralytic, since on finding that they could not enter in at the door, they attempted a new and untried way, as it follows, and when they could not find by what way they might bring him in, they went upon the housetop, etc. But unroofing the house, they let down the couch and placed the paralytic in the midst, as it follows, and they let him down through the tilings. Someone may say that the place was let down, from which they lowered the couch of the palsied man through the tilings. Bede. 
the Lord about to cure the man of his palsy, first loosens the chains of his sins, that he may show him that, on account of the bonds of his sins, he is punished with the loosening of his joints, and that unless the former are set free, he cannot be healed to the recovery of his limbs. Hence it follows, and when he saw their faith, etc. Ambrose, mighty is the Lord who pardons one man for the good deeds of another, and while he approves of the one, forgives the other his sins. Why, O man, with thee does not thy fellow man prevail? When with God a servant has both the liberty to intercede on thy behalf and the power of obtaining what he asks. If thou despairest of the pardon of heavy sins, bring the prayers of others, bring the church to pray for thee, and at the sight of this the Lord may pardon what man denies to thee. Chrysostom. But there was combined in this the faith also of the sufferer himself, for he would not have submitted to be let down had he not believed. Augustine. But our Lord saying, Man, thy sins are forgiven, conveys the meaning that the man had his sins forgiven him, because in that he was man, he could not say, I have not sinned, but at the same time also, that he who forgives sins might be known to be God. Chrysostom. Now if we suffer bodily, we are enough concerned to get rid of the hurtful things, but when there has harm happened to the soul, we delay, and so are neither cured of our bodily ailments. Let us then remove the fountain of evil, and the waters of sickness will cease to flow. But from fear of the multitude, the Pharisees durst not openly expose their designs, but only mediated them in their hearts. Hence it follows, and they began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Cyril, by this they hasten the sentence of death, for it was commanded in the law that whoever blasphemed God should be punished with death. Ambrose. From his very works, therefore, the Son of God receives testimony, for it is both more powerful evidence when men confess unwillingly, and a more fatal error when they who deny are left to the consequence of their own assertions. Hence it follows, who can forgive sins but God only? Great is the madness of an unbelieving people, who, though they have confessed that it is of God alone to forgive sins, believe not God when he forgives sins. Bede, for they say true that no one can forgive sins but God, who yet forgives through those to whom he gives the power of forgiving. And therefore Christ is proved to be truly God, for he is able to forgive sins as God. Ambrose, the Lord wishing to save sinners, shows himself to be God, by his knowledge of the secret thoughts, as it follows, but that ye may know, Cyril, as if to say, O Pharisees, since ye say, who can forgive sins, but God alone, I answer you, who can search the secrets of the heart, but God alone, who says by his prophets, I am the Lord that searcheth the hearts and trieth the reins. Chrysostom, if then you disbelieve the first, i.e., the forgiveness of sins, behold, I add another, seeing that I lay open your inmost thoughts. Again, 
another that I make whole the body of the palsied man. Hence he adds, Whither is it easier? It is very plain that it is easier to restore the body to health, for as the soul is far nobler than the body, so is the forgiveness of sins more excellent than the healing of the body. But since you believe not the former, because it is hid, I will add that which is inferior, yet more open, in order that thereby that which is secret may be made manifest. And indeed, in addressing the sick man, he said not, I forgive thee thy sins, expressing his own power, but thy sins are forgiven thee. But they compelled him to declare more plainly his own power to them, when he said, But that you may know, Theophylact, observe that on earth he forgives sins. For while we are on earth, we can blot out our sins. But after that we are taken away from the earth. We shall not be able to confess, for the gate is shut. Chrysostom, he shows the pardon of sins by the healing of the body. Hence it follows. He says unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Rise but he manifests the healing of the body by the carrying of the bed, that so that which took place might be accounted no shadow. Hence it follows, take up thy bed, as if he said, I was willing through thy suffering to cure those who think that they are in health, while their souls are sick, but since they are unwilling, go and correct thy household. Ambrose, nor is there any delay, health is present, there is but one moment both of words and healing. Hence it follows, and immediately he rose. From this fact it is evident that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said this both for himself and us. For he, as God made man, as the Lord of the law forgives sins, we also have been chosen to receive from him the same marvelous grace. For it was said to the disciples, whose sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. But how does he not himself forgive sins, who has given to others the power of doing so? But the kings and princes of the earth, when they acquit homicides, release them from their present punishment, but cannot expiate their crimes. Ambrose, they behold him rising up, still disbelieving, and marvel at his departing, as it follows. And they were all amazed. Chrysostom, the Jews creep on by degrees, glorifying God, yet thinking him not God, for his flesh stood in their way. But still, it was no slight thing to consider him the chief of mortal men, and to have proceeded from God. Ambrose, but they had rather fear the miracles of divine working than believe them, as it follows, and they were filled with fear. But if they had believed, they had not surely feared, but loved, for perfect love casteth out fear. But this was no careless or trifling cure of the paralytic, since our Lord said to have prayed first, not for the petition's sake, but for an example. Augustine. With respect to the sick of the palsy, we may understand that the soul relaxed in its limbs, i.e. its operations seeks Christ, i.e. the meaning of God's word but is hindered by the crowds, that is to say, unless it discovers the secrets of the thoughts, i.e., the dark parts of the scriptures, and thereby arrives at the knowledge of Christ. Bede, 
and the house where Jesus was is well described as covered with tiles, since beneath the beggarly coverings of letters is found the spiritual power of grace. Ambrose, now let every sick person have those that will pray for his salvation, by whom the loosened joints of our life and halting steps may be renewed by the remedy of the heavenly word. Let there be, then, certain monitors of the soul to raise the mind of man, though grown dull through the weakness of the external body, to higher things, by the aid of which, being able again easily to rise and humble itself, it may be placed before Jesus, worthy to be presented in the Lord's sight. For the Lord beholdeth the humble. Augustine. The men, then, by whom he is let down may signify the doctors of the church, but that he is let down with the couch signifies that Christ ought to be known by man, while yet abiding in his flesh. Ambrose, but the Lord, pointing out the full hope of resurrection, pardons the sins of the soul, sets aside the weakness of the flesh, for this is the curing of the whole man. Although then it is a great thing to forgive the sins of men, it is yet much more divine to give resurrection to the bodies, since indeed God is the resurrection. But the bed which is ordered to be taken up is nothing else but the human body. Augustine, that the infirm soul may no more rest in carnal joys, as in a bed, but rather itself restrain the carnal affections and tend toward its own home, i.e. the resting place of the secrets of its heart. Ambrose, or it may reseek its own home, i.e. return to paradise, for that is its true home, which first received man, and was lost, not fairly, but by treachery. Rightly then is the soul restored thither, since he has come who will undo the treacherous knot and reestablish righteousness. End of chapter 5, verses 12 through 26.